Welcome to the Take Back Your Life podcast. This is a podcast for female lawyers and other business and professional women who are tired of feeling overwhelmed and burnt out and who want to start living a relaxed, stress-free life of achievement, fun and freedom. Being successful doesn't mean you have to work 70 hours a week chained to your desk with no time for anything else. Join us today to learn how you can start to take back your life today. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Take Back Your Life podcast and today um, since we are spending this month looking at stress and self-care what um, I'm going to essentially give you is brain and stress for dummies. Now I'm not a neuroscientist or a doctor but what I'm going to give you here is just the very basic outline of how um, stress affects the brain and how the brain works in relation to stress and the reason that I'm doing this is because knowing just a little bit of how stress affects the brain and how and the, and the chemicals involved and how they work and what they do is really very helpful in alleviating stress and helping to create a stress-free environment for yourself and help you to find stress relief. So stick with me and I'm going to give you the very quick basic plain English overview all right um, and if I get anything wrong, please don't jump on me. I'm definitely not a doctor or a neuroscientist and the brain is one of the most complex organisms there is in the entire universe and I know that it's very complex science with many minute details but I'm just going to try and give you a big picture so you can understand what is happening to you when you feel stressed and help start to give you some understanding about what you can do to some of the things that you can do to combat it. Okay. So um, what stress is, is essentially the mental and physical state humans feel when they experience something that's difficult or life-threatening. It can be physical, it's a physical reaction, it can be emotional stress, it can be psychological stress. Um, obviously, you know, as you're aware, there's many things that cause you stress. Um, so there, there's many different ways that, that the body um, can feel it. So our bodies have a stress response system that takes action when we experience stress. And the way it does this is by speeding up your heart rate to increase blood flow. It speeds up your breathing to take in more oxygen and it slows your digestion to store away fat and sugar for energy, which might be needed for either fight or flight. It's, this is just a basic human response that, that's, you know, ages old um, and it comes you know, from the caveman days. Everything was either, you know, something that you were going to fight or something you're going to flee from and the brain had to work out, um, you know, you had to work out which, which one it was and which is why because either of those situations, running away or fighting, is going to need you to breathe heavier, you're going to need to be um, taking in more oxygen to fight, you're going to need to be having more oxygen to be able to run away and you're going to need, this is why the body stores um the fat and sugar as energy because you're going to need that for fight or flight so that's basically how the stress response system sort of works so stress response in the body is triggered in the brain by the amygdala and that's the the small part of your brain that detects things that are scary or dangerous in our environment um, so this and it's so sensitive it can detect emotional stresses like fear or sadness as well as biological stresses such as when you get an injury or you, you're ill, okay? So 
what does as part of the stress response the stress hormone cortisol is released into the body to tell the other organs to react to the stress so essentially cortisol is like the messenger from the amygdala or from your brain we won't go into which part it comes from and which part triggers the production etc it sends so it sends the message to your other organs that hey we're stressed you've got to go into stress response mode right now so for example if you were face to face with a bear you would need to think about how to escape you'd need to use your muscles to run away you'd need to have a fast heartbeat to pump lots of blood to the muscles you'd need to have faster breathing to take in more oxygen so cortisol is like the messenger that sends messages to all of the rest of the parts of the body that are going to need to react to um, to the stressful situation. So while cortisol is useful for doing that and telling the body to react to stress, obviously having this being produced by your system all of the time, is, it, it's clearly not the body's default operating state. The, the release of cortisol and the reaction of the body to stress your body is built to cope with stress, to cope with stressful situations, to either run away or to either fight it. But it's not meant to be our default operating state. And it's obviously not good uh, without even knowing anything else. It's not good to have your heart beating faster all the time, to have your breathing being heavier. Obviously, that, that takes a lot of um, long-term effects on your heart and on your body. So um, the long-term effects of stress, I'm going to talk about in the next podcast episode, so we won't go there. But you if you're listening to this you know everybody's been in a stressful situation and it's not good it's not good for your body I can tell you from my own um, experience that you know stress has caused me to develop things like shingles it's it's caused me to develop like mystery pains in my arm or my knee or something like that it's caused um it's caused me to you know just plummet and be ill like you know be ill with the flu for like 10 days um so you know it's it's not definitely not your default operating system and not good to be operating in that at that level of stress having your body doing all of those things all the time so how do we combat this stress response system and reduce the cortisol level so if you're in stress all the time your body's producing cortisol all the time so what you need to do which is telling that as we've just learnt, as telling the body to increase the heart rate, produce more oxygen, etc., etc. So we want to calm that down. We want to bring that cortisol down to a normal level where it's not being produced as a result of stress. So to combat this, essentially things that you can do to reduce stress, they allow our body to produce more of the four brain chemicals that make you happy. They're called the they're called the happy yeah the happy brain chemicals or whatever, um, but there's four of them and what these do is is reduce your stress is make you feel happy and make you feel accomplished and and give you a sense of well being. This is where we want our body to be. The reason we have the the brain producing these chemicals is because this this is where we want our default operating system to be: happy, peaceful achieving being purposeful and connecting with with other human beings this is this is essentially why we're here so the four brain chemicals that we need to produce to keep ourselves in a place of well-being and it, and it's something that we practice that we need to be looking after all of the time 
Four brain chemicals are dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins. Now, each one of these has a special job. So just let me, I'll briefly explain what each one of these do. So dopamine is released when you feel good about succeeding at something. It's, it's that rush that you get when you, um, when you win or when you succeed or when you tick the box because you've done your workout that morning or, you know, when you win the case or when you finish it, close a file and finish the matter, um, anything like that, dopamine's released from stuff like that, okay? Oxytocin, that's known as the hug drug. It's a natural chemical released in your body and it's released when you feel happy and when you feel loved because you're in phys close physical contact with those you love and friends you trust and you're having a good time. It's, all, it's, it's built around trust and just being with people and connecting with other humans and people that you're, um, that you're close to. You know, this is when oxytocin is released. And, and this is one of the, obviously one of these happy brain chemicals. And we, the reason why um, we need connection with other humans, you know, we need connection with others to, to help us feel good and help us get us into this non-stressful space. Serotonin um, is released when we feel important, that we feel like we've accomplished something, when we feel valued. Um, it's it's sort of similar in a way to to dopamine, but it's not it's not like a rush. It's serotonin. It's, it's something that's like, um, you know, a leadership quality. It's like um, when you, you feel that you've, you've accepted and you've got an important place in the world and, and people rely on you, all right? So that's serotonin. And endorphins, um, everybody they're pro probably knows about endorphins. They're, they're the um, chemicals that are released to help us push our bodies beyond the comfort zone. Like that's, that's the, they're the chemicals that are released when we're working out and what helps us feel good after we're working out. Then they help our bodies go further and faster and they're, they're sort of like a natural painkiller, but they make us feel good and then they release and we feel good because we've worked out. So to try and to minimize stress, what we need to do is um, stay away from stresses in our environment so that we can minimize the release of cortisol. And also we need to develop practices in our lives to do what we can to continually build up and maintain a high level of the four good, happy brain chemicals, okay? So this is why things like um, working out, um, spending time with friends, um, having a purpose in life and plans to the, the, of things that you want to do so that you're releasing these chemicals of, of success and feeling like you're accomplished. That's why they're so important. So I just want to, if I, I just wanted to share an analogy to sort of, give you sort of a picture about how all of this sort of works together. So um, it, it's something that I thought I learned recently. I think it's a really good visual picture that sort of helps you understand um, how your body works with the brain and stress and, and how you need to, to work on balancing these chemicals. So just think of your body as a tank, like filled with energy, because um, essentially that's what we are. We're all energy. And think of it like just like a big tank and there's a tap at the bottom, you know, with a tap, with there's a, an outlet at the bottom with a tap on it. So to keep energy in the tank, you've got to keep topping it up by doing things like um, that to produce the, the, the four happy brain chemicals. You've got to do things like 
be success, keep succeeding with something, have plans, have be ticking boxes, be doing workouts, all of that's keep spending time with people. So you've got to continually have be doing things that produce those four chemicals. And that keeps your energy in the tank. That helps keep you at that place of well-being. It keeps your energy up and full so you can do all of the things that you want to do and you're in a place of well-being. Stress produces cortisol, which turns the tap on at the bottom of the tank. And that will start draining your energy. So you've got to keep putting in the four happy brain chemicals at the top to, st- and to stop it all running out down the bottom. The longer you leave the tap on, the longer you stay stressed, the more cortisol you produce, the more your energy is drained. And obviously, if you expose yourself to stress um, more times than doing, you have to balance as wrong of um, releasing cortisol and trying to keep yourself balanced with the happy brain chemicals, then gradually the tank is going to get empty. And I know many of us can relate, and I sure can, I would often just keep going until my body forced me to stop. I would let my tank run dry all of the time. Um, I did nothing to look after myself. I put everybody and everything else first before me. So obviously, the longer that this goes on, the more damage you're doing to your body and um, the more damage you're doing to yourself and the less you're going to be achieving in your life. And obviously, this is what we don't want. So... To finish, I'll just leave you with some ways to to um, boost your four happy brain chemicals and and some ideas for things that you just can start adding to your life right now, even if you if you're not doing them. Just very simple um, things. We're going to be discussing more about all of this um, in the next few um, episodes. So to release more dopamine, set a new goal, break it down into very small steps, give yourself a reward when you finish each one. And celebrate all of your wins, big and small. We, so often we just do not celebrate our wins. We do not celebrate the little things that we win at each day. Um, we often see, you know, the only reason to celebrate is if you achieve something big and wonderful. Definitely not. You need to give yourself a tick for going for a walk in the morning or, you know, even being organised the night before to make your the start of your day a bit less stressful. Anything like that. Celebrate everything that you do. Celebrate, acknowledge, and and really receive compliments that you receive from other people. That was something that I never, <laughs> never ever did. Um, just acknowledge and say thank you if people give you a compliment, and allow your body to receive it. Serotonin. Start a gratitude practice. Count your blessings. Spend time outside each day and absorb some vitamin D. Do anything that makes you feel good. Whatever it is, whatever things that make you happy. Do some art. Play some music. Whatever it is that you do, do things to make you every day feel good um, about yourself and your life. Oxytocin, give someone a hug, pat your dog, go and have a coffee with a friend, anything like that to spend time with people, being in contact with others. And endorphins, the most obvious one is to get some exercise, whether that's walking or doing a workout or whatever that might be for you. And laughing, laugh often during the day. Find something that's funny and really laugh and let yourself go. And I can tell you from me, I was such a stress head that I was and so not happy and I just thought that was normal, that you just, you've just got so many things to do and you're always busy, your brain's always full of what the next thing is. I never stopped to appreciate the things that were right in front of me. I never stopped to have a laugh and really 
you know, um, just be really engaged and present with, with, even with my kids, you know, I'd be always off onto the next thing and, um, just have a laugh, just a laugh and more, especially laugh at yourself. You know, that, that's one of the, um, that's one of the lessons that I've really learned, you know, in recent years. You're not perfect. None of us is ever going to be perfect. We all do stupid stuff. Just laugh at yourself, laugh at yourself, have, find something funny on the internet, laugh, put a funny movie on or whatever, and just laugh. And the, just the, this, and even just smiling, right? Just stopping in the middle of your day to smile. It immediately starts to make you feel good and to lift you out of the place of, you know, if you're not feeling so great, you know, just, just simple, simple things like that. So I'll leave you with that. That is brain and stress for dummies. <laughs> and I hope that that's, um, some of that's made sense. As I said, please don't jump on me if um, I've got some things wrong here, but this is just, um, it's really understanding all of this and how it works has really helped me um, understand and work out why I was getting stressed and what I can do about some of the things that I can do about changing it. Now, um, I just wanted to also say that I, there is, I'm doing a free training coming up on the 20th of April. It's going to be, um, I'll put the link in the show notes here. Um, that'll be available in the next day or two where you can sign up and register for it. Free, um, a free training all about five powerful ways to stop the stress cycle. So we'll be talking a bit more about all this sort of stuff, plus giving you some really powerful tips and tricks to help stop the stress cycle. All right, so I really look forward to you um, joining me on that training and um, I will sign off now and wish you a good night, good day, wherever you are. And um, I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please connect with me on Instagram at Diane Taylor Coaching and reach out by direct message if you would like to work with me. Stay tuned for more offers and ways to connect coming soon. Have a great day.